1: Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. Gents. Hi.
3: Hi. How are we? I'm good. Yeah, I'm really good actually. How are you? I'm great. Oh, look at that. A table of fine spirited gents. i
2: getting excited. Yeah, you're going away. Two sleeps. Right. And s- soon enough you'll be amidst the the stones. Yeah, two sleeps and then a few sleeps later... Yeah. I'm going to go to two conspiracy hotspots. Yeah. The lock of Ness. Yep. Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Where I'm going to book in to go on a boat cruise on the lock. Yeah. yeah. You're going to catch Nessie. <laughs> Try to find Nessie. Do the boat cruisers have a Nessie theme?
1: Like, do
3: they really lean into that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the right.
2: boat's called, like, the Nessie Hunter. Awesome. And stuff. Yeah.
3: Great. Imagine
1: being the the cruise operator at Loch Ness is like, <laughs> we don't do we that. Don't yeah, wanna, yeah, no, no, we no, don't want to no, talk about no. that. No, no. It's
2: a. Uh, and they just go on to detail how geographically yeah. great the area is. And it's the deepest, like, inland lock in the world. Look, you may have heard a few rumors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But check out these hills. <laughs> yeah. And in, like, so where we're staying is. We're actually staying at the Loch Ness um, tourist place. Yeah. So there's like Nessie land and there's a
3: hotel right there staying there. Great. And then the boat leaves from there as well. So Uh, one thing I'd like you to note, please, if the food is Loch Ness themed or Nessie themed. Okay. That'd be good to know. Yep. Uh, I'd be really into hearing if there was like a, a Nessie cocktail when it had like a floating Nessie in the top yeah, or something. I'll check that out.
2: Yeah. I'll put photos up.
3: Yeah i will be into that.
2: Um, And then, yeah, doing a stone access tour at Stonehenge. So usually when you go there, you can only walk around the perimeter Mm. where it's fenced off. But we get to go, we're going at like six in the morning. Mm. We get to go in and
3: walk amongst the stones. Mm. Get those vibrations. Yeah, get charged up. I can't wait. (laughs) You're already charged up enough as it is. And then a little bit bit more stone action. Yep. Uh, It's a shame you're not going to the stones before you're going to Loch Ness. Why is that? 'Cause you'd be all charged up with yeah, natural I could energy. Watch, like raise Nessie up. Yeah, Nessie would depths. be Nessie would Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tackle
2: just tackle Nessie. Yeah.
1: Just watch the news for a report of a man being arrested for like jumping on a log in the water. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um if if I come across any other conspiracy like things while I'm over there, I'll make sure to if I find any references to Gog and Magog ah, you definitely floating will. around the hills. Um I mean, so I think it's an alert you're
1: going to Amsterdam, right? Yes. I think there was an like an Illuminati library in Amsterdam
3: or something. Right, I never got a chance to go to. Also, I don't know if you guys know this about Amsterdam. Mm. Tons of weed. Really? <coughs> ah.
2: Blaze it up. I wasn't aware of this. What sort of weed? Twenty. I know there's like heaps of coffee shops. Yeah, nah. <laughs> weed. They don't serve coffee. Nah. It, oh, yeah. they might do. Ah.
1: It's weird because the the streets are so well kept. Yeah. It's funny that they've allowed lots of weeds to grow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all right. Can we talk about what we're talking about? <laughs> Time to d- redistribute some of that council funding, but yes. Uh Yeah, today we're talking. We're going old school, hypothopod. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about Saved by the Bell. Yep, I got. <laughs> I really enjoyed researching this one. And uh, We're also going to be talking about uh, Easter Island. All oh, right. So right, Rapa Nui. Let's, let's start with uh, Saved by the Bell. Uh,
4: because
1: I. Feel like salty and I feel that there's less here.
2: I, I when I first saw it and suggested it as a topic, I was like, "This is going to be so much fun." Yeah. And I looked at it, I was like, "Can't find that much outside of the first page I found about it." But it was it, that what what it actually was. I thought was quite good.
1: Yeah.
3: So uh, just before we dive down the safe by the bell path, mm. uh, I don't think it was ever on in New Zealand, or if it was, it wasn't on for very long or right. anything. Uh, it might have been on one of the channels that we didn't get. So what, you never watched Saved by the Bell? I have no real understanding. This was my first exposure to any understanding of what Saved by the Bell is. Right. Outside of a show that has in a classroom and there's a guy that people laugh at called Screech. Yep. I know that he went on to do a pornography movie. Yep. Um, and I think he's now in jail for stabbing so someone. It's you funny got, that... it went there for a little while. Isn't yeah.
1: it weird that Robo, like all of his exposure to Screech has been constantly watching that porno yeah yeah <laughs> and never seeing the original
3: well no because everyone like when that happened was like oh my god screech at a porno i'm like yeah uh, what, is what? That who <laughs> <a> <laughs> screech yeah. what's um, a screech yeah. is that a move i haven't heard of
1: <laughs> <laughs> um how did you learn important life lessons like that you shouldn't take uh, no-dos before a big test because you'll be up all night cramming and then you'll crash yeah you'll crash oh uh, well, diet pills i think it was <laughs> Oh, that was um, Empire Records taught me that one. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, he learned his lesson somehow. Yeah, yeah. There uh,
2: Robo like he's like, you know what? There is twenty four hours in every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> That's why she can do that. Um, so what's the conspiracy? Well, yeah. For those who aren't aware, Saved by the Bell was a school based sitcom aimed at younger at a younger demographic. Yeah, yeah. About, the
3: teen audience, the preteen audience. Yeah,
2: about a, a bloke called Zach Morris, who was the typical blonde, hunky, high school bloke. His mate Screech, who was his like little nerd buddy. You know how like when he went to school, every <laughs> every cool strapping dude. <laughs> cool dude had like a little nerd offsider that didn't get bullied at all and was just like his <laughs> little comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just like real life. Yeah, um, his Latino. Hunky, hunkier, other friend.
3: Yeah, he seemed to be pumping around in singlets a lot. Yeah,
2: who I think at the start they were kind of enemies, but then they became buds. Yeah, and the so two, like two the, token hot girls was who this, were like was this set in Los Angeles? Yeah, the famous LA
1: scenario of the Aryan blonde jock yeah. and the, <laughs> <laughs> the Latino
2: jock getting <laughs> along. Yeah. Um, and the the two girls who were like hanging out with them, hmm. um, who I think, what um, Zach Morris dated a couple of them throughout the show. I'd Screech
3: had a crush on the the black girl. I did hear the term incestuous thrown around in terms of how they all dated outside of the show. There seemed to be a right. whole lot of uh, hanky panky behind the scenes. They're allowed to do that. Yeah, I know. It's They're not.
1: Re- they weren't even related on the show. This is, this is what they said.
3: Cam on YouTube. Okay I just typed in incest Into YouTube And that's (laughs) my god So the show Kicked off with a fun
2: Theme Like they all did Back in the day But this is where Things get a little bit uh,
3: If we were to play This theme in the background Now There'd be a record scratch Right now Yeah
2: What? So Do you reckon
1: Romo's actually gonna Put the theme in? Uh, I'm
3: thinking about it But I might not
1: Better with a record scratch
3: Yeah (laughs)
2: Saved by the Bell theme song. When I wake up in the morning and the alarm gives out a warning. That's alarm without the A with an apostrophe. Yeah,
3: we shorten it the alarm. You know how
2: everyone shortens the word alarm? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn, my bloody alarm went off this morning.
3: All the time, if we had had this in New Zealand, all the time I could have saved dropping the A off alarm. Yeah.
2: Why are you late for school? My alarm went off the next day. Why are you... A fraction less late for school today. (laughs) My alarm went off. Didn't go off. Anyway, the the alarm gives out a warning. I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. Classic scenario. Fucking missed the bus Mm. because my life's a shambles. Yep. Yep. Fucking alarm went off. I had to get my shit together. Missed the bus. It's
3: kind of weird that in this scenario, his alarm goes off.
2: Yeah. Like, he fails to get up.
3: Yeah, yeah. He just set your alarm earlier, buddy, because it sounds like he does everything on time. Yeah. He hmm. doesn't push snooze and then go back to sleep.
2: Yeah. The lyrics are when I wake up in the morning and the alarm gives out a warning and I hit snooze. Yeah. When the alarm gives out a warning and I hit snooze. When the alarm gives out a warning and I hit snooze. When the alarm gives out a warning and I hit snooze. Like my normal mornings. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah that That's was, not a joke. I don't set any alarms anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was me today. Um, it's alright because I'm saved by the bell. Yep. Next verse. If the teacher pops a test, I know I'm in a mess. And my dog ate all my homework last night. Riding low in my chair, she won't know that I'm there. If I can ha- hand it in tomorrow, it'll be alright. It's alright because I'm saved by the bell. Repeat. Hmm. So here's another here's another little verse outlining this kid who's bloody... Hasn't done his homework. He's shit at tests. Can't pass anything. He's slinking down in his chair so that like he's not noticed by anyone. Does this sound like the Zach Morris we described just a second ago? Not at all. No.
3: Not at all. Hardly.
2: Right? This The theme song setting us up for a show that's going to be a bloody depressing refre- reflection on probably most of our school days. Yep. I don't know about you guys.
3: Ah, oh, I was phoning that on, yeah.
2: My first... First half of high school, I was did really well. My second half of high school, I did less well because I was just like, I just want to do art all the time. Yeah, I, you wanted to follow your dreams. Yeah, and then look where it got you. Look at me
1: now. You yeah. follow your
2: dreams. Um, with never mind, never mind the, the time in massive between. amount of time <laughs> I spent in a fucking soul sucking office job. But the song, the theme song, sets up a show. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's not the show. The show's about Zach Morris, the fucking champion of the school. He's never in trouble. The principal is some, like, doofus guy who's just, like, trying so hard to impress Zach. Mm. It's like... Again, like real life. Fucking like mm. real life, yeah. Mm. So, the conspiracy of this is... The show is not actually reality. The show is Zach Morris's dream world. Mm. And we're watching his fantasy. Mm. Rather than his life mm. The characters um, Zach Morris and Screech And I think one of the girls Were in an earlier show Called um, Good Morning Miss Fucking something Good yeah. Morning Miss Bliss Good Morning Miss Bliss As the same characters mm. So the same characters were in this other show Like Fraser. Yeah It's like a Frasier situation a, It's basically the same as Frasier Yeah He was in one show Then they spun off to do another show You're right But in Good Morning Miss Bliss, Zack's character was much more like the Zack in the theme song. Yeah. So he was a no-good scoundrel kid who was pretty shit at school. Hmm. And then when they moved to Save by the Bell, it was completely different. He was like the opposite of that character. So they're saying that between... The end of Good Morning Miss Bliss is actually where he died.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Or... He had a mental break. Yeah. And then Saved by the Bell is his fantasies moving forward. Yeah. Because the other show was set in some other state. And it's like his fantasy was to live in California Uh. where everything was
3: cool. So that school was JFK High or JFK Mm. School or something. Yeah. Um, One of the producers... Here's a little bit of gear for you. One of the producers, um, Peter Ingle, he... Was on JFK's one of his early like uh, teams as like a volunteer. So yeah. I think pre like all security and he might have not been running for president at this point. Um, but at one point he was, you know, tasked with looking after JFK in a crowd. Uh, I lost him in the crowd of, of a million people in the garment district. Uh, my job was to get him in the car and he winked at me and walked into the crowd and I said, Oh my gosh, I've lost him. Oh my gosh, I've lost him. Uh, and he came back, yelled in my ear, he, and he came back and yelled in my ear. You've got to have faith, kid. (laughs) And then, for the record, Engel doesn't subscribe to the single gunman theory. I felt it was definitely a conspiracy, he says. I believe there was a plot involving different shooters. Uh, Saved by the Bell was a happier topic for Engel, who takes great pride in the show, (laughs) (laughs) and the thorny topics it sometimes tackled. Noticed it did not tackle JFK. No. no. Even though it had a direct reference in the precursor. Tellingly,
1: it it does never tackle it. Yeah. So I think
3: that's all we've got for <laughs> yeah. So I, so this is a common th- theory with a lot of TV shows, right? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Right. For a while there, it was like, oh, what if X show was actually a dream, and then right. Um, and I read the justification for this one, and it's like someone was like using it as a metaphor. All those things, it's like. Just a really bad metaphor. It's like, this, this could mean that it's in a dream world. Yeah. It's like, no, you just, it's just a song that someone wrote <laughs> about a school day. <laughs> well,
1: consider this. Chuck that song on backwards. Yep. And the lyrics become very different. Right. And I miss my Satan. We're all saved. You can hear throughout. It is pretty creepy. <laughs> can I also say <laughs> that the Saved by the Bell theme backwards is a jam? Right. right, it's a better song than going forwards.
3: Right. If you, particularly if you hear the word Satan being the Satan worshiper, you are. Yeah, true. But just musically, it's better. Right. Um. So I jumped into the YouTube comments of that particular video. Mm-hmm. Uh, great gold, so much gold in there. Yeah. Uh, one person um is saying, uh, you people don't think this is real? Lol. You're in Egypt drowning in denial. <laughs> Check out who Alistair Crowley is and research. <laughs> His law of universe, uh, law of reversal ideas. Hollywood and the music industry have been using this technique since the Beatles and Led Zeppelin. It says exactly what the video intends it to say. It's not ever going to be perfect, but if you listen to "Steer Away to Heaven," it's pretty obvious. Ha ha! Whoa. Someone suggested that person doesn't have a, a good, a high IQ. Right. And then someone else replied and says, "That's pretty low." two E's and pre-T right. uh, saying that someone has a low IQ do you think it's normal for Crowley to be worshipped by an icon by an icon by people in the music industry Bowie loved him and Gaga has his hat on an album cover and there is a club that is dedicated to him I guess you think it's Conneris Dents <laughs> C-O-N-E-R-I-S-D-E-N-C-E I'm going to assume he means coincidence yep. alright generous of you didn't uh, that on the Eagles album you see Anton LaVey on the back of Hotel California album. Is that true? Don't know. Yeah. I'll Google it. Uh, if you play it backwards the song talks about Satan and then a year later the bloke that said the low IQ comes back and he says you're right about saying uh, that I'm pretty low for making that comment. I've changed a lot and I should have said something different. Sorry. So the person who suggested someone was, had low IQ came back a year later and repented. Yeah, fair enough. I like. I, I love the personal growth we're seeing in YouTube comments now. Yeah. Um. Another person has said, "OMG, not them too." Shaking my head. Lord help us all. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are disappointed. The safe by the bell people have been snapped by the Illuminati.
1: Well, wouldn't that be disappointing? Like when you're seeing everything being controlled by the the Satan satanic globalists. And
3: then it's like, oh, at least we've got Saved by the Bell, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, Someone else says, uh, Sounds to me like it is saying, I miss my saviour, not I miss Satan. We're all saved. So maybe it's a good thing, not satanic at all. I like the show. I mean, the show was a good, clean, fairly moral kids show, unlike Twilight, Harry Potter, and and other kids shows with tons of sex, softcore porn, homosexuality, and stuff. I don't know if there are that many kids shows with softcore porn. No, but even. Twilight f- does have sex on it, but there's no, like, boobs or anything. Even
1: forwards, save by the bell, never mind backwards, everyone went on to do porn or to be, you know, jailed for assault or etc., etc.
3: It's not even clean going forwards. Um, and then they finish up by saying, I believe in reverse speech, but I think this one is from the good guy. Hmm. Uh, which I think is a first. I've never come across people saying reverse speech is being used for positive. Mm. Which. In hindsight, the church should have probably done all that when they were battling reverse speech and metal. Mm. They sh- should have started putting reverse speech in. in gospel music? Yeah. <laughs> instead of, you know, fucking kids. Whoa. Um, someone else says, as a good singer, you guys ready for a good singer? <laughs> oh, political yeah, you Robert. Like that, yeah. little little current political gear. Uh, you ready for this singer? Sure. Sh- saved by the bell, more like saved by the Satan. Oh. <laughs> Which is the point of the the
1: lyrics. Yeah. I miss my Satan, we're all saved. Now, of course, if we were to look to Fritz Springmeier's book, The Illuminati Formula Used to Create an Undetectable Total Mind Control Slave, yep, that old one. we'd read that an example of an important ritual to demonise the victim is the baptism of the child victim to Satan. You may call Satan set in the ritual. Uh, there are variations in the ceremony, so your personal mileage may vary. This is paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actual variation of the ritual done to monarch, mind control slaves. We've, we've talked about Project Monarch before. The child is stripped and given a purple robe. They're placed inside a pentagram and an altar is made by a, a nude woman. A horse or jackal inscribed with the inscription Nebebka on the neck or forehead is sacrificed in whatever name the group is using for Satan.
3: Where are you getting enough jackals to sacrifice?
1: Yeah. That's why you got to use a horse sometimes. Yeah. If, you, if you don't have a jackal, a horse is a good substitution. <laughs> yeah. uh, the abdomen of the beast is split open completely and the liver removed. The four spirits of the four watchtowers are invoked. The slave child being baptised is smeared with fat from the dead beast. The gatekeeper's spirit is then called by ringing a bell. Thus the child
3: has been saved by the bell. I was going Ooh. to one I was going to ask how this relates to safe by the bell when you're just really bored yeah. at home. Fucking that was good. And that explains why they would call a show about school safe by the bell cuz there are no bells in school. There it's aren't not, bells it's, in school. It's not, a, <laughs> it's not a central theme to everyone's school
2: day. Um, plus if you're at school and the bell goes the teacher can
3: still tell you to wait around.
2: Well, you're like, "Oh, I, I'm in trouble I haven't done my test The bell rings You don't just bolt out of the door
3: <laughs> Yeah so that's a TV thing I'd be curious to know How it goes down in America Because that was never the case In yeah. my schools
1: Yeah Did you ever get yelled at When everyone got up
3: Yeah I think so yeah. Like
1: sometimes There'd be the teacher Who'd be like Did I give you permission To stand mm. And you're like Well we've got to get To our next class this is a whole, There's a whole system In place yeah. for this yeah. yeah
3: there was a system
1: it's like the the rule is that we're supposed to get up when the bell rings. You should have been keeping your eye on the clock. Yeah. You should have had a pithier
3: class or disciplined us more efficiently. Yeah.
2: I um, remember when I first was at high school, like year eight or nine, had to go to like a care group in the morning, get our little diary thing signed for attendance, go do all your classes for the day and then... When the home bell rang, you had to go back to your care group and get your fucking thing signed out. Really? At the end of the day, just they didn't. This wasn't a system that stayed. Yeah, yeah. But it was fucked because like the buses were all at one end of the school. Yeah. And at one point, my care group was up the third story of like a triple block building with sta- no lifts. It was yeah, all yeah. stairs. Care group? Hey, what's a care group? Like a, it's like your group, your class, your main class. So you have a care group teacher who would be like, like home group.
3: Okay, so we Same called thing. them. I can't remember what we called them, but you'd have like a name, like I think we were like J12 or something. Yeah,
2: and it was and then students that you might not have been in other classes yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. I were think it was
3: maybe that. done alphabetically for us or something. Right.
2: Did you have solidarity with them? No, I don't Th- even remember who ext- was in my Didn't academy. extend beyond the care group? Other than any photos of my group that I may have somewhere. I don't know who was in mine. Mm. But like it was shit because like I might have had a class in the art room, which is right by where the buses were. But my care group was on, like, level three of the triple block. So I'd have to go from the art room, sprint across the school, up three levels of stairs. Get my stupid little thing signed. Yeah. After, like, waiting for everyone else to get theirs done. bolt back down three levels of stairs, all the way across the school, back to where the buses were. And by then, every other prick had, like, got on the bus. And I'm like, fuck, now there's no seats in the bus. Uh, Sounds like a logistical nightmare. It was. I think maybe that's why they didn't keep it. Um...
3: Thanks, Sorry thanks little, that No, little, it was good. A good little insight into little Salty School Day. Yeah. Um, the idea of a three-story school is, is interesting to me. Yeah. That's a, that's a big school.
2: Yeah, and there used to be a, what was called the catwalk, mm. which was like a metal, basically a... How metal was it? <laughs> it was actually f- completely metal. <laughs> and it was pretty metal, too. <laughs> but like, between the two buildings, there was this just like yeah, right. walkway that you could like walk between the buildings. Did anyone get thrown off it? No, people would sometimes drop like school bags off it. Okay, every now and again, the science classes would do like an egg drop test that oh. they do off of the.
3: I always wanted to do one of them. Yeah, I never got. to I would it. have been so engaged in high school if I got it to do an egg drop test. Yeah,
2: but then, like at the end of year nine, I think they were like, they realized, "Holy shit! These these uncovered metal three story high walkways are pretty dangerous," mm. and they took them down. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had one class on third level of this building and your next class on the third level of this building instead of just going across the catwalk you had to fucking go all
3: the way down all the way across and all the way back up again people would have been thrown off fucking once a day in my school <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah that would and, and then thinking about the egg drop test like my at least two of my science classes we were banned from using any equipment right uh bunsen burners especially uh, yeah um it's like Formaldehyde jars in one of the rooms yeah. that, um, like had you know old like fetuses and like you know yeah, animal yeah. fetuses and things. And once a class, like some people would play a game to see who had to try and open one to, like, stink <laughs> and stink out the whole class, uh, <laughs> anyway.
1: Um, um so can I just say <laughs> that the, the satanic backwards thing in the song does make some stuff like the alarm thing makes sense. Right. Like, why would you shorten alarm to
3: alarm unless it's to make the backmasking work? I don't think that was the part of the song, though, backmasking, though. Oh. They're only backmasking mm. the chorus. Mm. Um, You'd backmask the whole thing. It's just we can't detect... We haven't been able to decode the rest of it. Yeah. It's in a language we can't understand yet. I did see someone talking about backmasking and they said, how come... It, it's true because... If someone covers that song <clears throat> It doesn't sound like the backmasked version When you backmask it So if someone covers Le- uh, Led Zeppelin mm. All the satanic shit is not going to be in there
2: Yeah Can I just um, Make a little Observation mm. Mm. Go, Go ahead. ahead We've changed Alarm To Alarm mm. Which is very much like This fella's name Who's this fella? Crowley's alien guy Lamb
3: Ah.
2: Lam, lam. There you
3: go. Yeah. That's okay. Correct. We're getting stuff.
2: So maybe it's in there as a little nod, A little nod to Crowley. To Crowley.
3: Um, did you guys find out what happened to one of the the? I think she played Lisa. Like Voorhees. Voorhees. So she played. Uh, she played Lisa. Uh, so I watched some interviews with her, and she just makes no sense. Right. Um. One I one quote is they ask her how hard it is to be on a show day in, day out, you know, when you're a teenager. She says, it's much like fighting, uh, you know, when you're enlisted in the army, you get yourself physically fit, mentally fit, informational-wise fit. So it's just the same, like stage boot camp. Right. It's like, what? And then she married some guy who was kind of like a sound engineer slash rapper. Her <laughs> mum ended up putting a restraining order on this guy. Right. And she's he says of her... Um, no, this is what he says, sorry, in an interview. We're just the same as any other couple out there. It's love, trying to accomplish business together. It's not a scam. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the mum was accusing him of like being a bit of a gold digger or trying right. to do the same. Uh, and then Lark says, the powerful uniting of one act of productive purpose is how she described their love. That's mm-hmm. um, so how I'd describe our love as well, Robo. Anyway, six, <laughs> yep, six months later, once they were divorced. Uh, she started criticising him about his reputation Said he was just there, there for the money uh, She also said Your penis is nothing to brag about it is, is it normal for a penis to smell like corn chips? <laughs> is it? Isn't it? <laughs> yes it is <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, So there has been some <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Oh jeez oh, oh, Salty's been tickled by old Nacho Dick. <laughs> uh,
4: it was just your, <laughs> your like, you meant to say, isn't it, first try. <laughs> um,
3: so, yeah, poor old Lark has had a bit of a, a rough turn um, over the years. Yeah. She says she's getting her, her things back together, but she's been too busy to, to attend any of the the reunions they did. Right. Uh, Lark also gets
1: singled out on the Illuminati Watcher breakdown of a... Saved by the bell, there is a promotional photo in which she is the only one giving the OK symbol, mm. which we now know would mean she's indicating she's a white supremacist. Mm. But back then, it was because <clears throat> she was a secret Satanist. Throwing up the 666. Yeah, well, 666. The three extended fingers uh, represent uh, the unholy trinity between Moloch, the whore of Babylon, and their offspring, the Antichrist.
2: Ha uh-huh. Um... Did you guys come across the theory that Zach Morris was killed by a pedophile ring?
1: Yeah. I came across a few theories that Zach Morris had been killed or that he was also that he was Paul Walker. Right. Yeah, did you come across that? No. Oh, yeah, so there's
2: a that I came across This is yeah. relevant to our conversation earlier yeah, about yeah. Well, how good Fast and the Furious movies are. Very good. But yeah, there was a thing about how the graphics to the theme song have this spiral in them which mm. was the mark of the it came up killer the pedophile ring guys in the first series of True Detective.
3: It's also so the FBI has there are there's one document that came out, out of WikiLeaks from the FBI that had these could be potential symbols used by right. pedophiles. The I think reading about it, they were used very minimally, yeah, yeah. But anytime that spiral comes up, it came up a lot in Pizzagate, right? Because uh, the pizza shop, a couple of shops down from Pizzagate had a spiral, uh, and they're
1: like, Oh, that's why they've got a tunnel between them, yeah, so right. they can get from. They've got the front one. Yeah. And then they can go underground to the clearly pedophile
3: one. Yeah. Right. Um, Best Pizza changed its logo and then everyone's like, ah, evidence. They know we're onto them.
2: Yeah, the thing I saw directly linked it to, to True Detective. Okay. That's where I got that from. Yeah. Um and then his this is all his like afterlife
3: Yeah, right.
2: Fantasy.
1: <laughs> the um This fantasy after this is the character Having died a loser now in the afterlife is just imagining they're at school but they're cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's everyone's
3: dream. Yep. So still have to go to school. <laughs> still have to go to school every day.
2: But everyone's your mate. Yeah. Or wants to be.
3: You've got a, a racially diverse group of friends. Yep.
1: <laughs> Experimenting with diet pills. Yeah. Well, Wasn't all <laughs> you know, roses.
3: Yeah. Um, there's also the oh, those symbols also turned up on the official soundtrack as well. The right. spirals. Well, the official soundtrack of Save by the Bell yeah. oh, fair But it did say that um, The article that I read It might have been the same one you were reading Illuminati Watcher uh, Suggested they were 666 And not uh, Pizzagate or pedophile right. symbols Now though They would be Definitely
2: oh, Is that because on the picture There's three of them? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Did Save by the Bell Have a Sabrina-esque Like song that they always played Like that Stank song Or whatever it was That you I think Cam said about Sudo-ico. That I was wrong about Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't.
1: They had their own song, I think. That was similar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't recall it. Yeah, no. I, I'm look like Robo. I never really watched it.
3: Um, the other thing is, when and did-
1: then subsequently, I had a massive Nodos <laughs> problem. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a no-dose problem I just took too much no you,
3: you, Yeah, I do remember a time in your life When there was a lot of no-dose going down that gullet Yeah and I I was staying awake
2: Yeah, Was that because you were smashing no-dose and Red Bulls?
3: Yeah There was no-dose going on, that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> um, So one of the characters I uh, played the most This is this word to the article that I read Played the mostly useless character of Max Max, I, I don't remember Max Because oh, he's mostly useless yeah. Um, but he used to do magic because the guy playing him was into magic right so he How go, fucking annoying <laughs> would that kid be at school <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, another person that likes magic Neil Patrick Harris yep he's uh, the head of the magic thing he's on oh, board yeah, but, sorry of the magic castle in LA yeah. right. um, he also does magic and how I Met your mother according to Dustin diamond is that just part of his pickup artist Character though, yeah, but he can do the magic to okay. show it. Mm. Um, so Screech said that Alonso wound up spending a lot of time with Neil Patrick Harris, uh, a lot of time. He reiterates that mm. for a while they were inseparable, going away to perform magic together, conjuring their mystical spells of enchantment. It wasn't until ye- years later that Neil Patrick Harris announced he was gay. Mm. So, remind you of anyone, Alistair Crowley, perhaps? Oh, yeah, fair enough. Mm. Uh, yeah. So if I was suggesting that the magic was a front for gay sex or the magic was part of the gay sex. It was not really right. clear what Screech is getting at there. Mm. Watch me
2: make my dinger disappear.
3: Yeah, Magic.
2: Anyway. Uh, is that all we've got for Saved by the Bell? Yeah, I think <laughs> so. The only other thing was Mario Lopez, mm. who played Slater, A.C. Slater. He um, is ho- he's on that E.T., or whatever the show is that he hosts in America, the entertainment program. Entertainment Tonight? Yeah, maybe. He um, basically looks exactly the same now as he did when he filmed Saved by the Bell. Right. There's a lot of speculation online that he may be a vampire. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Because mm. he hasn't really aged very much. Hmm. But I couldn't find much else about that. Just He's a vampire. Uh, Latino. Which, I mean, most of their shit, they shoot outside in the daylight, so i yeah, it's a very bright show Yeah, I'd yeah. say that's probably not So
3: he's a day walker Yeah Latino got good amino acids So your skin stays healthy Is that something you sure you want to leave that in? <laughs> yeah it's, 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 it's my pun on black don't crack uh, <laughs> I play on that Latino got good that's amino That's
2: Robbo's version of that yeah. sunscreen ad We got loads of melanin from years ago Remember that? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that ad <laughs>
3: Welcome back. All
1: right, let's talk about Easter Island. And those big bloody noggins. That's where the eggs come from, right?
3: The Easter eggs? Mm. They had a whole egg hunt thing. Did you no. guys come across this? No. So, Ugh. in the history of Easter Island, um, mm. the I guess the, the First Peoples, or some of the First Peoples, had... Um, there was the one... Church or religion looked after the elders, and it was all about death, and that's where the heads were came from. Oh yeah, and there was the Birdman religion, and then the next one was the Birdman religion, which um, was all around having people that were like the champions for that year, and so once a year they would get like a whole bunch of people together. I think they might even choose them randomly, and they'd have to have an ear grace, where they had to swim across to another island, uh, in shark infested waters. Mm. Get an egg, swim back, get to the top of the the mountain with it uh, intact, and that made them like the the deity for the year. Yeah, they're the birdman, the man. chosen one, and they become the birdman. Right. So it's kind of interesting that yeah. egg hunts happen on Easter. At Easter time. Mm. Easter Island used to have an egg hunt, but the two are related. related in any way. Yeah, though. yeah. <laughs> so um, Easter Island is named because the first white settlers found it on at Easter time. Yeah, they didn't then have an egg hunt.
1: Did uh, no one think it was weird that they made them swim across shark-infested waters when you can get Easter eggs basically from
3: Christmas Day in the shops? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's why you can get them from Christmas Day now. It's a bit of a, you know, think of how bad we used to have it yeah. swimming across shark-infested waters for them. Let's get them out now. Yeah. Sorry, Easter Island.
2: Have you also, is it weird that they no one makes like a, chocolate easter island head yeah it is weird because yeah. it's the perfect shape for it right. yeah and that'd sell yeah and that'd sell well i'd be into that yeah I unless it was cadbury who we
3: boycott maybe cut that and we'll we'll go away <laughs> and put together a marketing <laughs> plan um so yeah easter island big heads bird people egg hunts yeah Rapa Nui is the Other people first people's name yeah for the yeah. island
1: and what are the heads called, or are we just going to call them the big old noggins?
3: Uh, I think they're called Moai. Moai, yeah, M O A I. Yeah,
1: yeah. We all could just call them the big noggins. Though. Okay, the big no. noggins. We'll call uh, them
3: Moai. no, because we found out in 2012 that they're not just big noggins; mm. They've got big bodies as well. Yeah, which is 2012 is really late in the piece for people to work that out.
2: Well, I was I saw a thing talking about when they were when they were
3: erected. <laughs> Cam, Jesus, you're right there, Cam. Yeah, um, we talked. I know we talked about juvenile yeah. school things in the previous segment, but I thought we had a, got our giggles out at the start. Yeah, right,
2: carry on. Um, <clears throat> uh, the, the date of them is between 1100 and 1500 CE, BC, yeah, which is AD. Yeah, yeah, so I, I didn't realize they were as new as that. Yeah, I thought they would have been much older. Yeah. Because then when they they talk about how over the centuries sediment and moving like earth and stuff had covered the bodies. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like a lot of time for that much shit to build up on the island. Yeah. Because surely if
3: in that much time, like, I don't know. Did they maybe build them, put them up and then they're like, ah, oh, fuck, we should have factored on a foundation. What if these coastal winds get them and knock them over? And so then they decide to bury them and use the bodies as the foundation.
1: Well, Mm. would you like to know some Easter Island facts? Sure. Yeah. So the reason that they think that uh, they were so quickly sort of buried is because the erosion on the island was massively accelerated by the deforestation of the island. Right. So they can tell from like the pollen record that Easter Island was basically completely forested. Right when they when people first arrived, and it's not completely forested now. Mm. So once all of, and that's largely
3: because of the the white people that came. Right. It's funny. A lot of the histories say uh, it was completely decimated, and then the white people turned up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, uh, I think well, he yeah, fixed it. Some <laughs> of the stuff
2: I read was like, oh, well the the first the people who the first people. ...just fucked up their environment.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think...
2: It's, it's like, I don't know if they would have, would they? Because well, that was their home. So,
1: the, the standard story was that they... Like, the Polynesian people arrived. They brought rats with them mm. as, like, a, a food source. Uh, the rats just thrived because there were no natural predators on the
3: island. And Other than the humans that wanted to eat them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or the big stone giants running around. Yeah. <laughs> but soon you had, like, so many rats that uh, they were all competing for the food and also the Polynesian people, the Rapa Nui, were clearing some of the land for farming and between that, the rats then died out Mm. and then there was nothing for the people to eat and then uh, they had to fight over what few resources there were Mm. and so they all killed themselves through war until there was only a few people left. Then the white people show up and sort of finish them off with disease and slavery. (laughs) But... I, it's sort of a narrative where it's like, well, yes, the white people did finish them off with disease and slavery, but there was only a few of them left. Maybe if they hadn't fucked up so hard. Yeah, we could have saved them. We could have, saved, we could have saved them with disease and slavery. Yeah. But um, part of the justification for the theory that they, there was some big war where they wipe, basically wiped themselves out is there's arrowheads all over the island. Right. Like hundreds and hundreds of arrowheads that they've found. Until, like, a few years ago, someone was like, this would be a pretty shitty arrowhead. This seems like something you might use for a little... to have a little dig right. out of the ground. I don't know if you would necessarily use this to kill someone because you'd be doing it for a while. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> Like, these are sh- just shitty weapons. Also, were the arrowheads not found within bodies that they had been killing?
3: Yeah, well, there's that as well. There was... Um stories about two different uh, looking peoples so there was people that had short ears and people that had long ears right. um, and eventually they long up
2: like elves or long down down, down.
3: Right. Uh, so I think there is kind of some credence to it um, some I think South American cultures might have been arrived there at a similar time or not long after the the Polynesian cultures so they had that that kind of long ear distinction or something but um, But then they got in a fight. So the story goes that uh, the long-eared people who had inhabited the island first dug a ditch, filled it with brushwood. A long-eared man revealed to his short wife that the people planned to lead all the short-ears into the ditch and burn them. That shocked the short-eared woman, obviously, because she Mm -hmm. didn't want to be burned. Um, So she betrayed her husband to save her people. fight broke out, Uh, the the short-eared people chased the long-eared people into the ditch, burned them uh, along with the women and children. Only two long ears survived fleeing into a cave uh, and then one of them ended up being killed again so only one survived. Uh, Captain James Cook visited Easter Island between 1772 and 1775 after this fight had broken out uh, and saw many people with long earlobes which raises some questions about the accuracy of the tale. Right. There you go. So there's a lot of things happening that no one's really 100% clear on mm. in terms of the bird and the, the other religion. A lot of those details are still pretty vague and no one's really 100% sure. The the, the heads, the noggins, still a little bit unsure about those mm. for the most part.
2: There was a story just recently about the heads and how they think they've come to some conclusions. Well, they've not come to some conclusions, but they've like sort of started to maybe figure out why they were built. And one of the reasons was they think they were built to mark natural resources, like fresh water, things like that, which would be quite important on an island to know where you can get fresh water. So they've, I think they have found that a lot of the statues mapped around are near where natural springs are, or where water runs from the island into the ocean. Um, There's some places, kind of where it said, where fresh water runs into the ocean... In such amounts that the water there is fresh. Mm. displaces the salt water enough that you can go down there and just bloody scoop some fresh water out of the sea. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I read something about there's been a lot of burials found around the statues. So, they think they were also family specific. Mm. So, each family would have their statues and then the people would be buried with their statues. So, maybe the families had their own, like, this is our... Bloody water spring. Let's mm. Put our statue up there with the water one. Yeah.
1: If you're whacking up a bunch of big statues, wouldn't you be like, "Oh, where should we put this? Over where there's no nothing to have a drink of afterwards?" Or mm. sh- let's just have it convenient. <laughs> mm. As long as we're dragging the statue around. Yeah. A hard a, days
2: thirst needs a
1: good
3: cold bit of fresh water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so the biggest statue, do you guys want to do you guys know how big the biggest statue was? Is this Gigantor or whatever his name is? Oh, Gigante. Yeah. Um, it's not really clear I don't think it was ever finished No uh, but 72 feet tall What's that
2: in, mm. in measurements we understand? Yeah uh, In English please 72 feet In the Queen's metric
3: if you Don't mind 21 meters it's yeah, pretty big And it weighs 100 between a, It was going to weigh when it was finished 160 to 182 metric ton More than the weight of two full 737 Airplanes. However, they never actually finished that one. So is that one still on the ground, or is it? Yeah, Yeah.
1: I think the the biggest one that was finished was ten meters long. Ten meters, yeah, and weighs seventy five. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot of speculation about why did they stop? Mm -hmm. Why did they stop building the statues? And then they, I think the leading theory is it's because the Birdman religion took over. Yeah, and they're like, we're about birds now. We're not about the statues anymore. Mm. If you can't turn those noses into beaks, we don't want to know about it. (laughs) Yeah, surely though. The reason they stopped is because they're like, oh, we can't move this one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our <This> rudimentary
2: <laughs> log and rock lever system is just not going to...
3: Can you imagine the one,
2: the one guy that was like,
3: nah, I'm going to finish it. And I was like, oh, you're not. <laughs>
1: they would have had their own little fire festival where there'd be all of the statue guys are were like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to completely pivot into birds <laughs> because of this. <laughs>
2: They're much smaller. We need to make some stone ones. We can just move eggs instead. It's way yeah. easier. You know um, how much easier it is to carve an egg
3: out of a stone that's already vaguely <laughs> egg-shaped
2: <laughs> than it is one of these giant heads?
3: So, how did they move them? Did we, did we explain that?
2: Well, I think a, a little while ago I remember seeing something where they we, they found some quarry on the place on the island where... Mm. I'm pretty sure I'm not mixing this up with a Stonehenge thing I read, mm. where the rock naturally fractures in the vague shape of the heads. Okay. So they just had to move them. Yeah. But um, someone did an experiment when they showed like 15 blokes and a couple of good sturdy logs can move one of these things mm. pretty easily.
3: They did the. I think I've seen the, the tying rope to it and wobbling it along yeah with one person um, on either
2: of the rope yeah that's right shaking it side to side yeah is it like when you walk a fridge yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. well this is the thing there's ancient learning in in modern times
1: (laughs) there's a lot of this speculate like there's all this stuff online it's like i saw one video where they're like main mainstream scientists have never been able to explain and they've never wanted to explain how they move them it's like well you know, my fridge is in my house. There's no explanation for how it got there. <laughs> yeah. But it must have been moved in there somehow.
3: But yeah, but in 2019, we've got trolleys and, and evidence and of trolleys. Removalists. And removalists. And evidence yeah, of there's none of that
1: evidence is in my house. Nah, no, that's fair. Yeah, true. but Except um, for the man with the van that lives in your house. <laughs> <laughs> there's a... You can see, with some of the unfinished ones, you can see where they've, they do carve it out of the rock first and then... They sort of carve underneath until there's just a thin little bit. Then they can sort of break it away.
0: Mm.
1: And I I saw some footage of where they'd like carved around it. And then you could tell it wasn't like a natural thing that had been carved into the rock wall. It was like they'd carved around it so they could get in and carve the other side. Mm. Because a lot of the rock they were using was like volcanic tuft. Mm.
3: That's not super hard to like chip away at. I think they said it was Also smoothed down With pumice stones mm. And mm. pumice stones Are kind of soft mm. But and, it, and I
2: think they carved the, well, the heads when they were Laying down mm. When the rock was down Then they'd stand it up And do the, the rest of the bits Which logical Yeah
1: but yeah It's like any of these things Where it's like Nobody knows How these ancient people Move something It's like Anyone can move anything If you have mm. to have blokes yeah. yeah And if you've got a bunch of Sticks flying around Eventually someone's gonna work out Oh let's Roll them
2: Yeah
3: yeah, Aliens is the big theory. Yeah, aliens come up a lot. I saw a really cool vid. I, I was going to note it down. Um, that Easter Island was the Pacific Island landing strip for aliens. Right. And it had this really cooked music. But if you skipped around it with the arrow keys, kind of made the music sound really cool. Right. So I spent about five minutes doing that. Just beat, yeah. Just beat mixing. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube, yeah. Um, but the famous, you know, the guy that's in the meme Aliens? It's got crazy hair or something. Mm. It's like a history History channel. Channel. Yeah, ancient aliens. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) the show Ancient Aliens. That'll be it. Um, (laughs) Giorgio A. Sucalos. um, He says, the only way the ancient astronauts, so his theory is that ancient astronauts did all this shit. Uh, The only way the ancient astronaut theory can be disproven is if when the extraterrestrials show up and they say, we were never here. Uh, and then he looks at the camera And he's like Good one
2: huh So when The aliens definitely built them Yeah Until we know Until they come here And tell us they didn't
3: Yeah That doesn't Like A Aliens Could be dirty liars Yeah Like Aliens I don't know If we can trust them As much as we can trust people Who yeah. lie all the time B What if it's just different aliens Yeah we were never here I don't know Is the idea that the aliens built them Yeah Built the heads Yeah <laughs> so they, they gave the people the technology, the technology I think as well Yeah I think he talks about There's a big jump in technology Suddenly all these monuments Started appearing But as you, as you pointed out This is the 1500s Not that long ago Like Yeah We had a lot of shit Like the Romans <laughs> had running water Fucking Thousand years before this was happening mm.
1: What aliens are coming here And being like We're going to give you the technology To Knock a shape out of a rock Yeah Like we've come across the stars We have Quantum warp technology Yep. Here, this is uh take this this one bit of of rock and hit the other rock with it. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually you'll get a nice pleasing shape. And wobble
3: it into place. Yeah. It's they they've got a they've got an alien fridge in their in their little uh canteen. They're just showing them wobbling it.
2: I there, could there is a lot of these statues, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like thousands of them or over a thousand of them. I think so, yeah. I think most of them
1: uh it's still in quarries I think when like they broke them or a bit or whatever they just left them there right. so there's a few roads that are just lying next to the road or something yeah. but uh, the, uh they, they were all around the island mostly facing inwards as if to watch over the people of the island with some facing outwards to welcome people back to the island right it's nice I'm, the alien thing makes more sense to me if it's just people making statues of aliens they've seen. They, they do, do look a kind of bit weird They got crazy heads mm. And that's the thing where it gets connected to Sort of cultures around the world That have made similar statues mm. Is you could say, well People from all around the world were visited by these aliens There's also a theory that uh, An ancient civilization That predates the Rapanui Nui people mm. uh, Built some of them So this is based on the idea that A uh, A few of the statues are made out of uh, basalt, Mm. which is a different uh, material to what most of them are made out of. There's actually, I think, there's a handful of other different materials that they make things out of, but there are no basalt quarries on the island. Mm. But there are basalt quarries underwater near the island, like basalt deposits, but it if a long time ago, before the seas had risen up to that level, yeah. there had been an ancient civilization there making statues out of the basalt.
3: It could be a Gondwana land
1: situation. Well, they've they've knocked those up. Then the oceans have risen, mm. and then these
2: other the Rapanui have come along and they're like, "Oh, these are cool statues. Let's copy them." Well, geographically, isn't Easter Island's like the most remote island from any other?
3: I think it's. Of land? I think it's in the mix. I don't know if it's the most, but it's. Certainly, yeah. certainly. It's quite mix.
2: remote. Yeah. yeah. Like there's no other islands anywhere near it. Like, mm.
1: so But I got completely pilled on that, right? Mm. It's also because like a bunch of these statues have got uh, motifs, like they've got, got things like where they've got their fingers on their bellies mm. and that's something that's repeated across different like uh, older civilizations and their statues. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's like, well, how could they've all come up with the same
2: idea? Well, th- th- that's reflected in a lot of things with ancient architecture right there's mm. like stuff that you see in Mexico that is also in like Egypt and also in all these other places mm. and it's like why did, how did all these ancient races know this do this style or mm. know that this was a thing or
3: have this sort of I, I think with the the case of the hands it's famously hard to draw hands so like it is. If you put them on a belly, you only have to do a little bit of them. Yeah. And also you, you can't
1: really have freestanding fingers on your statues. That takes
3: a lot more work. Especially if you've got to wobble it. So you gotta put you gotta put the hand somewhere. Yeah. Might as well put them on a belly. Because mm. I think that would show oh either what a jovial or like wise. Um mm. and that's kinda of where hands go.
2: The fingers are also quite long, right? Mm. Very long and skinny. Oh like, really? Like an alien's. Like an alien's hands. Okay. Find a picture.
1: But um, the thing with the the basalt is that I looked up... Because this guy was... I got pilled by this a little bit. I was mm. like, there's no basalt quarries on the island. Yeah. And I looked up, are there basalt quarries on Easter Island? And the first result is some, like, academics website, which had a forum for whatever reason. And someone says, well, in this book,
2: they say... Uh, they very, very long and skinny.
1: Yeah.
3: I guess, again, practicality, right? In this book, they say so there
2: are... Easier to just do little stumpy ones and coming <laughs> to yeah, carve maybe. big long ones maybe.
1: sorry Ken you know in this one book they say there's no basalt quarries on Easter Island and then in this other book they say we visited the basalt quarries on Easter Island does anyone know which one is true and the one response is someone saying mm, you should get in touch with the authors of those books it's <laughs> like so, what's the point of this forum but then <laughs> a few results down someone's like yeah there's three basalt quarries on Easter Island right. It turned out that the guy who said that uh, the mainstream science wasn't interested in how they moved the statues might have been wrong about a couple of things. (laughs) He had missed
3: the fact that mainstream science had explained it quite well.
2: Um, I like this meme where it's like the Easter Island head and then the other side of the planet is Stonehenge as its little toes. Yeah, And then the the monument in In Washington is is
3: like the dinger. dinger. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if geographically that holds any water. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a documentary um, that's kind of sparked my Easter Island interest. Uh, it's called Struggle, the right. Life and Art of mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Um The Lost Art of Susolowski. Something like that. Uh, and it talks about uh, Easter Island in it. Probably a, bit of, a little bit of a spoiler, Cam. Eh, Should we plow on through? Yeah, Let's
1: plow on through. See? I don't think it's relevant to the yep. larger story. Um, but his theory was... Because the guy gets a bit cooked, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, hard to say. Eat, I don't want to spoil it too much. Yeah. But he does get a bit cooked because he, he spends ages studying ancient history um, or drawings and art from around the world and concludes that everyone descends from Easter Island. Right. Uh, and basically the, the Great Flood... So you've got these people that live in Easter Island, the Great Flood happens, and there's giants on Easter Island, and they all move across the earth... And then settle in different places, which is why a lot of uh indigenous peoples have face lines yep. um on their, you know, tattoos or, or art paint, like war paint and things like that, or even ceremonial paint. Yeah. And that's to represent the sea. Right. So they, when they were just pumping around through the uh the great flood. Yeah. You know, it was the, the the sea on their face. Right. Um and then they they I think he describes them as Yetis. Were they the Yetis? Yeah, there were Yetis about. Yeah, and then they all banged small people mm-hmm. yeah. and created humans,
2: right? Well,
1: they we created two races: mm. the humans and like the criminals. Yeah,
4: yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. It's a very good documentary, Salty. Yeah, I need to check it out. I did read up about it. It I, is it is long. They don't really focus on that bit. There is it, it's only really included in there to explain. Why they filmed all of this stuff. Yeah. And also, there's a completely contextless bit at the beginning of the documentary where it's like he'd always go up to people and measure their arms. Yeah. <laughs> That's because he was measuring for
2: if they had, they had Yeti arms. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know if you've got Yeti
3: arms? I don't know. They should have told us. The, the documentary is quite long. If you're going to watch it, break it up into maybe three pieces. And How don't. Long ex- is it? oh, it's like, it's dense. They cover a lot. Like, this is all side stuff, this Yeti Easter Island theory. Um, But yeah, I would have liked more explanation of that whole thing. Mm. It's produced by Leonardo DiCaprio. Famous for the Basketball Diaries. Yeah. You may have heard of that movie? Yep. Famous Leonardo DiCaprio movie. And who would be good at basketball? Only a bloody Yeti.
1: Yeah.
2: If they had long arms.
3: Oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, Anything else about the Easter Island? Uh, Squidward From Spongebob
2: Famously lives in an Easter Island head Oh yeah, that's good Under the water
3: I like Spongebob He lives in a pineapple under the sea That mm-hmm. That is true um, I've always wanted to go It's been a place that's interested me I yeah. think just the big Is it hard to get there? Yeah It has to be one of the hardest places to get to
1: Because it's one of the remote, most mm. remote places
2: yeah. mm. I wonder
1: how
3: you get there on a boat? There's a, no, there's a on one a flight, uh, yeah. maybe a week or something. Uh, From where? Chile, Chile, I think, yeah. yeah. Chile? Um, yep. Another interesting thing I came across was they've got a lot of similar words in the indigenous language to Māori in New Zealand yeah. and also in Hawaii. Um, yeah. One word that's common and also in Polynesian languages and um, South American languages is kumara right? for sweet potato. And it pops up a few variations, so it's, they use it in Easter Island and also mm. South America. And kumara yeah. is what we call sweet potato in New Zealand.
1: Ah. Well, that can't be a coincidence. Mm. No, it's not. So that it can't it, be Robo, because <laughs> why would you look at a, something that looks like a potato but is sweet and be like, oh, let's call this a kumara?
3: Unless you're all you're all singing off the same songbook. Yeah, yeah. So they're saying the theories are that there there were some contact. That between be. these, these people You yeah, yeah. would well come before, up with Coomera. Well yeah. before Whitey comes along and goes Oh sweet potato,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's it's, potato. <laughs> This thing that doesn't
3: look anything like a
2: potato
1: Doesn't taste <laughs> anything <laughs> like a potato
2: <laughs> what, what, What's its defining characteristic? Yeah. <laughs> oh sweet Do they all also they, say chilli bin?
3: Yeah maybe A
1: sweet potato <laughs> is even that sweet? Yeah there's sweetness to them I guess they're sweeter than a potato Yeah yeah, they,
3: they have a good sweet uh, taste I think, it, I think it's cool and sweet Sweet, yeah, it's not fair to, to call them potatoes, though. Wow, they grow similar. I think, Cam, you're being a bit rough on the sweet potato. Yeah.
1: Oh, sorry if I'm being a bit rough on the people who brought disease and slavery to the people of East Island. Oh, sorry about that.
3: fucking
2: shay. You know what's good? Bloody roasted
3: sweet potato with a bit of butter and brown sugar on it. Oh, yeah. Caramelize that baby up. Yeah. Uh, pro tip for roasting if you're doing roast sweet potatoes or like sweet potato chips in the oven. Yeah. A little dusting of flour on top just to really help those starches. Uh, Form a good crust. Otherwise, they can go a bit soggy. I want a soggy sweet potato, mate Oh, that's the last thing you need.
1: And a little tip: if while you're doing that, you're beset upon by you know enemy like uh, agents, Mm. take that flour, throw it up into the air. It's flammable. Flick a match into it. Huge fireball. Get away.
3: (laughs) Throw it away from you, though, not straight up in the air. Yeah, you want to burn your hair. Little flammable flour tip. I, I love the idea of a movie with Honda Zet in slow motion, where they throw the flower and it's like... And then they... Fling, and they escape. Yeah, with their little tray of...
1: Little <laughs> <laughs> <into it. Yeah. laughs> so, I think this might be indicative of the fact that we've reached the end of Easter Island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good stuff. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed this one. If people want to find us online, they can do so in many places, including all of your podcast platforms. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter.com slash HypothePod. We're on Patreon.com slash Uh Thank you to Tammy, our $33 sponsor. Thanks, Tammy. Thank you.
3: Robbo, where can they find you, my friend? You can get me at Ale of a Time uh, and Aleofatime.com uh, and check out Good Beer Week happening in Melbourne that I am a big part of uh, in terms of... Ooh, da. So if you If you go and buy tickets You keep me employed For the next good beer week And they'll be very <laughs> happy <laughs>
2: Salty uh, You can get me at Saltmarsh On Instagram for artwork And soon to be holiday snaps I guess right. Um, I think I'm going to use The hashtag again I'll do Eurosalt 2019 mm-hmm. What was the last one you did? Eurosalt, Eurosalt 20, 2017 And yeah. before that Euro Salt Eurosalt 2015 Oh, i got a theme here. There's yeah. a theme as you go every two years. To Europe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would have thought I would have ever done that? Um, uh, Andrew Somash illustration on
3: Facebook. Check out Tohado on Patreon. Check out your comic.
2: Can people still order your comic? Uh, yes, there's not many copies left though. So if s- you want it, get it on it. If you
3: want a first print run of the first edition, mm. yeah, and I'll mail it to you. Yeah, Cam will mail it because I'm going overseas.
1: Ah, oh, look at this. And you can find me, twitter.com slash sexenheimer. Gather around me on iTunes for my other podcast.
3: Thanks, everyone. Oh,
2: also, while I'm on holidays, visiting these cooked sites, I'll maybe chuck some stuff up on the Hypothepod Instagram account. Hey. Because there's nothing on there yet, is there?
3: No. no. It's also, just waiting on you. Yeah. Also, I think we're going to maybe skip one or two weeks while you're away, but we've got yeah. two episodes in the bag and I think Cam you and I will keep doing some news for the Patreons yeah. Yeah. so if you're a paid up member you're still going to get the goods yeah. yeah I'll
2: also maybe put some overseas updates on Patreon I'll just maybe record them directing my phone and chuck them
3: up on the oh, I yeah, love that don't make many promises <laughs> <laughs> so, you never know thanks everyone
0: bye. bye don't worry about a thing supply contains mind altering drugs. Ooh, don't worry about a thing, except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia. I said, Don't worry about a thing, I accept. You can definitely hear John Lennon say, I buried Paul at the end of strawberry fields forever. Ooh, don't Except, not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which, let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing. Except, Donald Trump is clearly a woman, and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?